Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God. And we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in-betweens of this life. Bro, how have you been? How have you been? Bro, I've been good, man. Since we've recorded episode one of season two, been been feeling good, man. What about you? What you been up to? Bro, so I, I want to go ahead and tell the listeners, we are recording live from my house. You know, I let people know, I let you guys know that um, I was able to purchase a home, and I'm just excited. I mean, we, we're getting the place set up, so it's been a lot of running around. Home Depot has become my go-to, buying things for the home, blinds, um, you name it, man. That's so dope, man. Congratulations on the crib. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an in-home studio, so just be on the lookout. <laughs> an in-home studio. I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. Hey, look, we're going to take this show to the top. So thank you for all of our listeners who have stuck with us, who have reached out to us, given us compliments. We definitely appreciate that. And we love y'all for sticking with us, man. Keep sharing the content. Keep sharing it with friends, family, whoever. Your enemies, just keep putting it out there. For sure. Well, hey, let's go ahead and get into the show. And like we always do, we're going to keep that same tradition and go ahead and kick it off with a prayer. So I will go ahead and do that. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for allowing us to have this beautiful studio that we're in today. Um, I want to pray for all of our listeners as they're listening to this. I pray that their week is going smoothly. If anybody is stuck um, at the time of playing this podcast, dear God, please allow this podcast to be a ray of sunshine for them. If anybody is going through anything, whether it's sickness, whether it's just lackadaisical at the job, whatever it is, Lord, we just want to have this podcast be a spring into a strong end of the week. In my name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So what are we actually talking about in this podcast? Man, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to be talking about social media. So prepare your hearts, man. We got a funny conversation going, talking about social media. Bro, I mean, I I like what you said, but I don't think it's going to be too funny, bro. (laughs) Because the thing is, we all have social media and some of the things that we're going to talk about you can't hide from it because we all struggle with it, you know? So I think let's go ahead and just jump right into it. My, the first thing that strikes me as odd is we have become used to getting up in the morning and before you brush your teeth, before you even say thank you, Jesus, you look for your notifications on your phone. And it's been hardwired into our minds a little bit. First thing I do is let me check my Instagram. Let me check my Twitter. Yeah. When I, when I wake up, instead of saying, when I wake up, all right, let me just give God glory. Let me thank him for waking up. I don't know about you, but it's a bad habit that I have. And I'm, I've been gradually trying to get in the habit of when I wake up, let me pray first. Let me get my mind right before I check my phone. But I'm not going to lie. It's so hard to break it. When it you, is so hard. It is so hard. And you said you don't know about, bro, I'm definitely there. And one thing I do to try and combat that is... I have a dresser that I keep away from my bed, you know. So in order for me to get my phone, I either got to fall out of bed or I have to just pick myself up. And typically in the mornings, it's like, okay, hey, if it's not by me, I'm just going to let it. I'm just going to let it sit, you know. And I guess some people are listening to this and they say, well, why is that a bad thing? You know, because it's like, it's not like I'm not going to pray. It's just, yeah, I pick up my phone. It probably... A lot of people set their alarms on their phones. That's another thing that can get you in a little bit of bind because you, you, you're basically stuck to your phone because it's like, okay, I got to hit snooze. And once you hit that snooze, you don't put the phone <laughs> down. Now nah, you're like, all right, what else can I do? So why is that a problem to look at your phone 
the first thing in the morning? Uh, it's definitely a problem because it kind of shows where our heart and our, our priorities are at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the Bible kind of talks about where your where your heart is. That's, you know, that's where things are going to go towards, right? And the first thing we think about is, oh, what are people commenting or saying or whatever? Did I get a new message? You're not even mindful of, of the day. You know, you're not even mindful about God. So I think that's one of the things we should kind of think of, like when we're resorting to our phones first thing in the morning, yeah. right? Maybe what you can do is have a morning routine in place, even before you get to your phone, right? Before you check anything on your phone, like what's my morning routine going to be like? Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's all about what God wants and God wants you first. All right. Like that's, there's no, no if, ands or buts about it. God wants you first, you know, and there's a scripture in Exodus, Exodus 34, verse 14, and it says, for thou shalt worship no other God for the Lord, whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. You know, so you wake up in the, in, in the morning and God who created you, you know, it, it's almost like in, in your households, your African households, where it's like you can't walk through without saying, okay, good morning, mom, good morning, dad. You're basically disregarding God and saying, hey, the social media that I got that you gave me, yeah, that's that's better. And I'll give you another example. So you know how uh, women say this all the time. At a woman's wedding, her friend gets proposed to. And it's like, wait a minute. You're taking the attention away from me, all right? I mean, I love love. Love is good. But you're here at my wedding. It's the same thing where it's like God allows you to take a breath in the morning. You know, so going to social media, and like you said, you get... You're getting other people's opinions. You're getting what other people want to tell you, what other people want to show you. What about what God wants to show you that early morning? You know? And ultimately, like, that's the most important thing. Like, it is the most important thing. So, like, now the challenge is how do we get our minds and our hearts right? Because if you really want to kind of dig into it, the nitty gritty of it, social media for a lot of us has become an idol. Like, Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's become a heart idol, right? And ultimately, you know, the Bible kind of talks about idols in the sense that idols are wrestling for our attention, right? They're wrestling for our heart's um, attention and attraction, right? Because the biggest thing is it just wants our heart to be consumed with it, right? So social media is like anything. Obviously, it has its negatives. It, It can become an idol, right? But it's one of those things where obviously it has its positives, but we should control it, right? We shouldn't let it control us, right? We shouldn't let it control what our hearts are doing, what our minds are doing. Hey, fam, and the thing about social media, it's social media is a door that you can try your best to close it, but it's always going to have a crack. What I mean by that is you can tell yourself, I'm not going to follow this type of account. I'm not going to follow that person. I'm going to make sure, okay, I have a window. I'm only going to log in from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., but you don't control those algorithms. You know, and I'll give you an example. For me, I'm somebody where I'm working on, I guess you call it a wandering eye. You know, I ain't cheating on my lady, all right, relax. But it's beautiful women all over, you know, and you just see a beautiful woman. It's like, wait a minute, oh, she's beautiful, oh, she's beautiful. And it's nothing wrong with women being beautiful, but my thing is I'm, I'm trying to work on this thing called lust. You know, so on Instagram... Oh, I have unfollowed all these people. You know, if, if I'm following anybody, if, if you got some type of strange job where a lot of money's being thrown, hey, I'm unfollowing you. You know, if, if you were 
showing me things where I feel like I'm, I'm lusting after you, I'm unfollowing you. Simple as that. But I have this thing called the Explore page, and I only watch basketball videos and workout videos. But as soon as this new thing called Reels came out, guess what started to pop up? A lot of, you know, women that, hey, I'm looking at them and I'm like, I don't even follow this person. <laughs> like, why am I looking at that? Simply because I don't control the algorithm. So as much as I want to say, okay, I can control Instagram. No, I can't. You know, there's always a little crack. And that's why, for me, the first thing in the morning cannot be social media. So I guess the question now is, what are you doing to refocus and take away the power or, or, or take away the power that you've given social media in your life? Man, something to kind of speak to about that, what you were talking about, the algorithms and stuff, um, Recently, I watched this documentary on Netflix talking about the social dilemma. I heard about that, yeah. And it basically just kind of talks about how social media is, how it is as a tool, and like what the goal of it is. And basically, kind of the, the people that created these platforms, their whole thing is they want to get you to come back as click as quick as possible. They want you to stay as long as possible, click things as long as possible, view as much content as possible. So, and a lot of times, they're going to bring things that you like to see or maybe things you've seen in the past because of what you've, what you've looked at. They're going to bring those things to you. So their their whole thing is to to hook you, right? So that's just kind of something to to have in mind. Like that's just like something. a drug. Exactly. Like no, it is a drug because it gives you the same effects. We we don't realize it because we're just there clicking and clicking, right? But that's the whole goal of it, right? Now the challenge is like you said is how do we get ourselves off of it? And like one of the things and like my girl does this a lot is a social media fast. Right? At, at different periods of time Take a fast from social media, right? And you can do it in increments, right? You can start with maybe a week. Maybe you're saying like, you know, I'm going to take two weeks off, you know? I mean, and yeah. then gradually you can get to where you take three weeks off, four weeks off. So in that way, you're learning to just use it. And depending on like what you do, like if you're not a big content creator, whatever, we get it. But if you're like a regular person and you're just trying to like wean yourself off of social media, like the fast is probably the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah, and I know some people that say, well, I get a lot of inspiration from social media and, you know, sometimes God can use social media to give me information. And to those people, I will say, you know, God has the power to use anything, anyone that he wants to give you a message. The devil also has that power as well. You know, the devil uses a lot of people and a lot of things. And in my experience, what I would say is the devil has used social media more times than, than I would say God has used social media to contact me. You know, I've done quite a few things that have been based off of, hey, what have I seen on social media? What interests me? Oh, wh what do I have? Like, they, what do I have long throat for? You know, so for me, I just say you always have to be mindful that. Social media is a playground, you know, and you can, you can have the good kids and the bad kids on a playground. And for real, for real, social media isn't real life, right? That's a I, fact. I always have to remind myself that this is not real life. And we're going to kind of segue into this a little bit, right? And the thing with social media is for us, especially as millennials, what social media creates is this idea of comparison, right? Because... What we see a lot of times on social media is we see the highlights of people's lives, right? We don't see the difficult behind the scenes, right? Whether that's relationships, people buying homes, people getting new jobs. We just see the highlight snippet reel, right? But we don't see 
the difficulties and the things that go on, you know, behind that. So I want you to kind of segue us into this, bro. Like, how do we now deal with the comparison and the things that social media creates in our minds and hearts? How do we deal with that? How do we cope with it? It's tough, bro, because the first thing you want to do is you want to do better. You want to top the next person. You see a house, you see somebody with a car, and it's like, well, what am I going to do to get more of that? And the thing that popped up in my mind was the story of Cain and Abel. You know, and I, I was looking that up, and I'm actually going to read some verses from Genesis. You know, so it says, Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the, in the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. And that last part, it desires to have you, but you must rule over it. It's the same way when I see something on Instagram that, look, I like nice things. I like, there's some things that I look at and I'm like, yo, I, I look cool in that. I look cool in that car. <laughs> like, I need them Balenciagas. You yeah. feel me? I like them. But you have to rule over it. You know, you have to be better than that. And in the story of Cain and Abel, you saw what happened with Cain. He was like, yo, I have to kill my brother. And that sounds, people listen to that and they say that's such an extreme, but we do it all the time. When you see your friend who has something better, but you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to stop talking to him. I'm not going to speak to him because I'm, you're killing your brother. It's the same thing. Of course, it's not like his blood being shed, but it's the same thing. So whenever you... I guess, see somebody with something that's better and maybe you want it. I would say first things first is you should pray about it because what somebody has might not be fitting for you. Uh, you might see somebody with a big house and you say, okay, I want that big house. And you get the big house and now you figure out, okay, I got to cut this big lawn. Like, I'm not really about all that work. I need to paint this entire house. I'm not really about all that work. I have to pay this huge mortgage. I like to spend my money in other places, you know, so you have to, I would say the first thing you do whenever you feel any type of comparison or jealousy or envy, stop and pray about it because you have to be careful what you wish for. And a lot of times when you see things on social media, I think you were talking to me about it and I don't want to step over your, over, over your toes on this, but you were telling me how it's like you, you don't see the full picture. And that's real. And I, I wanted to say something to that Cain and Abel um, reference. That was actually perfect because when I think of Cain and Abel, I think of jealous one's envy. Yeah. And, and the thing with jealousy, and I'm glad you kind of touched on that, it's so subtle, bro. And like, even though I'm not physically murdering someone, but like what, and what it does is it creates um, sin in my heart, right? Mm -hmm. I start thinking things that aren't true. I started believing God isn't good to me or God has an issue with me. You know what I'm saying? When that's not true. So what happens is I'm tempted to believe lies about God. I'm tempted to now hate someone that I'm supposed to be showing love to. Right. You know what I'm saying? And all that's doing is, is taking advantage of the fragile human heart. Like, we're so fragile. Like, we as people, our ego is so easily damaged and bruised, right? So 
with jealousy, all it's doing is it's, it's taking advantage. So if I see something on social media, like what you said was perfect, I should pray. And there was something I saw this funny post. It said, if you see things on social media and you get jealous, put your hand over your heart and say, God, I'm a witch. Deliver me. <laughs> hey, you heard it first here. You know, so just think I about like that. that. Think I about like that. that. Yeah. And I think you also have to just like, we have to love one another. You know, like whenever I see you flourishing on the ground, I'm happy for you. You know, whenever I see somebody, even if I don't know, I'm just, I'm happy for them because I know there was a struggle behind that. Nothing ever in this life comes easy, bro. Like everything has a backstory to it. And I think social media, like you mentioned, it's just, it's a still frame. And even if it is a video, it's a still two minutes of something. Like you don't know everything that went on behind the scenes. You don't understand all of the failures that God had delivered to that person to get them to this point. And another thing, like when we see stuff, I think our first inclination should be congratulations. Man, that's awesome. But also, it can, it should also serve as a means to stir about hope in us. That you know what, God, you did this for this person. I believe that you can do it for me, right? But the yeah. challenge is, we don't always see it that way. We always be like, oh my gosh, God, you're holding down on me. Why is it taking so long? They already got it. I don't have it. Like, what's what's going on here? Instead of it should be, you know what, God? That's so dope you did that in their life. I believe that you can do it in my life as well, right? I'm hopeful yeah. and I'll be patient. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wait it out and I'm going I'm to just wait for my time to shine instead of just, you know, throwing shade and hating on somebody because right. they're showing you their highlights. Hey, and for some people, it's like, man, why you do that for him? Why you do that for her? You know, I've been sitting here. I've been waiting. Why? And look, if, if, if you've ever been in that type of mood or vibe, Man, you got to pray and ask for forgiveness. You know, you hate hating on your brother or your sister for what they got because you felt like you should have got it. Like that's that's the wrong thing to do in that in that time. And you definitely got to check your heart. And that's like the biggest thing we want to kind of stress is check your heart, get your heart in check cuz even me and myself like I'll admit I still struggle with it a little bit, but I'm getting to a better point now when I hear my brothers are doing well. I celebrate it because I'm learning now to, one, it's a reflection of God's goodness, right, to them, but it's also a blessing for me to be associated with someone who's getting this blessing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because when it's my time, right, if it's all love, they're going to be happy for me. Just like I'm happy this guy bought a new crib, I know when it's my time, he's going to celebrate me, right? And the, the dope thing is, right, he's going through the process, so now when I'm ready, I have someone that I can lean Facts. on to help me through the process, like somebody that's a brother and in my network. So it's not it's not jealousy. It's all love. You know what I'm saying? Like him shining is a reflection of me shining too. You know what I'm saying? Like it just shows that you have good company around you. So try to just shift the way you think, right? Shift your heart and just learn to celebrate people. I like that. And I'm not going to sit here and say social media is all negative. There are some pros. This podcast was actually cultivated through social media on Twitter. You know, I've talked about that so many times before. Um, I mean, other things. I know my relationship started off, we kind of met on Facebook a while back. You know, so there are some good things that happen on social media. You know? and, and it's not, like we said, it's not all bad, right? There's so many dope things that happen on social media, like... Um, there's ministries, um, there's just a lot of dope content that you can find that's curated for you on social media, right? And, and the best thing that we can advise for you guys is just on your social media, 
just find content that speaks to your season in life, right? That mm-hmm. that encourages you, that maybe speaks to who you want to be, who you want to become. Like follow people that fit that mold or follow pages and or brands that that fit that. And like what my brother said was really good, especially if you're a guy, bro, like just try as much as possible. Cause none of us are perfect, but at least try to get rid of you know, women or whatever that may be doing so much on the gram that aren't beneficial to your eyes or your heart. Because if you're if you're married or you you have a, you know if you're married or you have a significant other, you know what I'm saying. You may find yourself comparing your your wife or your girl to you know what you see on the gram again, which yeah. is not real. It's not real. And this is no diss to beautiful women. I think beautiful women, hey. Be beautiful. You know, it's just you have to take care of yourself. You know, and as as a guy, I'm I I want to make sure I'm taking precautions, you know, because what I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna sit here and say, okay, that there's fire over there. I'm just gonna chill next to it because I know that I'm not gonna put my hand into it. I might get a little bit warm and say, you know what, let me just so my thing is we take precautions, you know. I I don't wanna make this seem like, oh, women shouldn't be beautiful. No, but hey, you're beautiful. God has made you beautiful, and that's fine, you know, but we have to protect what goes through our eyes. Nah, that's real, and it's not even saying like, oh, you can't, if you're a beautiful woman on the gram, you can't do your thing. Yo, do your thing, right? It's just a more so a matter of, like, we as men have to have restraint, right, in, in our hearts, right? And we have to check ourselves because I mean it's not it's not her fault. Yeah. It's, it's more so what's going on with me. Like I have to uh-huh. keep me in check, right? And I have to um, keep myself in check because I know myself. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's that's rule number one. Know yourself. If know you, where you came from. And <laughs> I didn't came from a lot. That's real. I, say. That's real, brother. Both of us, man. Yeah. So hey, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the scriptures that we want to dive into and focus on for the podcast. So I want to dive into Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven. And it goes, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So this is a very popular scripture. I've heard this since I was like a little kid, but I really want to focus on Verse 7, and the peace of God which passes all understanding. When you have prayed about things, what tends to happen is, okay, and this has happened to me. I'll pray about, okay, I want a wife. Lord, please help me find a wife. Then I go on social media and I look at Beyonce and Jay-Z and I'm like, dang, man, I need a Beyonce, man. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need that. Or I see a friend, they're getting married, and I'm like, man, but I want... And that's not the peace of God that passes all understanding. You know, and social media can play a part in taking away that peace. You know, so I wanted to talk about this because we pray about things and we go on social media and we start to fantasize about them. You know, sometimes I, re- I remember when I was looking for a house, I-, I did that. You know, I was looking for a house and I would see people, they would stand with their realtors with the little fake keys. And, oh, I gotta and I'm looking, I'm, I'm getting depressed, man. Yeah. I'm like, ain't no peace in my heart yeah. because now I'm looking on Instagram and I'm like, I want the little fake key and I want it now. You feel me? So just be just understand that when you pray about things and you go on social media and you continue to see those things, you sometimes have to monitor what effect that's having on how you're being patient. You know, because you don't want to start being impatient with God. You know, because first of all, 
you're never going to make God do something that he doesn't want to do, you know? And then it's like, you're being ungrateful because God is going to give you something that is fitting for you, you know? So you ultimately have to say, you know what, God, I know you're going to look out for me. So let me, let me chill out. That's real, man. I appreciate you sharing that scripture because I think the way you broke it down was like so perfect and like relevant to the conversation we had, yeah. you know, on social media. So like now I'm going to um, share mine. So mine is going to be coming from the book of Exodus 20, verse 17. And it says, oh, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. And this is obviously like the Old Testament. Not where, even a Netflix password? Nah, bro. <laughs> so like this is uh, where God is giving a lot of his commandments to his people in, in the Old Testament, right? And God is very clear about um, covetousness, you know, you know, coveting things and wanting mm-hmm. what your neighbor has, right? It's okay for me to d- desire something because I want it, right? But like when I now want my neighbor's things or things that my neighbor has, right, and I'm jealous of what they have, it takes my eye off of God, who is the provider of all things, and then now places it on what my neighbor has, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's very clear that God has given us a clear instruction to not covet other things that other people have, right? And obviously, as we have talked about today, endlessly, social media, that can happen when we're looking at social media. We start coveting things. So let's kind of just check our hearts, man, and let's just work on not coveting what our neighbor has, you know? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. And I think on last episode, I think we were talking about purpose and the same thing applies, like you don't compare your purpose and, you know, in terms of social media, you just don't need to compare anything. You know, I I feel like whatever you're seeking from God, God knows he like before you even ask him, he's like, I I already know, I already know, you know, so looking on social media and starting to compare, it's, it's only going to be damaging, not only for that season of patience that you need to have, but also just in terms of like making sure that you are staying obedient to God. Because when I get desperate and I'm really anxious about something, I start trying to cut corners. You know, like when I'm sitting here and I'm saying, yo, I want to get married. I want to get married, but I'm, I haven't found a person. I'm supposed to be patient. I start going out to the clubs. I start going out to, you know, any, I don't do like Tinder or something, but I, I would do that, you know? So Make sure you're monitoring how social media is affecting your, your life. And like I said, the first thing for me is just you know, pray about things. You know, when you see something on social media that you love and it's something that you ultimately have been praying, yeah, just take a second and just pray about it. And also for me, if I could just sum it up, learn to trust God's process, man. Trust the process, right? Don't let nothing rush you. And that includes social media. Like, don't let social media rush you. And let you, you know, jump ahead of God's timing. So just trust the process. Yeah, because social media won't save you. I'll tell you that. <laughs> once you jump ahead, once you jump out the window and do that crazy, social media ain't gonna save you. And that's you know? facts. That's facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anything, they're just gonna take screenshots. You keep on looking at your story. It says it's saved five hundred times. Like why? Why this saving all my my downfalls? It's like hey, social media will not save you. Well, hey, bro. I think this was a great episode. This is season two episode two. And 
If you have not, make sure you check out all our episodes in season one. Um, also, continue to spread the word about the podcast, man. We appreciate all the support we're getting, and we actually are moving in these streets, man. A lot of people are hitting us up, saying they love the podcast, they love episode one. So let's keep that momentum up, man, and make sure you're going to the Apple Podcast platform and leaving us a rating. Yeah, in addition to um, leaving ratings on Apple, we're also available on the Spotify platform for our Android users and also our Apple users that prefer to use Spotify, we're there as well. So you can find us easily, Urban Theology, over there as well. Yes, sir. Well, hey, man, like I said, it's been a great episode. You can follow us on Instagram at UrbanTheology underscore. I sometimes forget the underscore. So I want to say that again, UrbanTheology underscore. We follow back. We speak to anybody who interacts with us. So yeah, just make sure you keep up with us. We got a lot of great things coming your way. And where can they find you on your personal handle? Oh, my personal handle? That is long live T-O-B-E. Long live T-O-B-E. That's Instagram, Twitter. Um, I follow back. I interact. All that good stuff. And you can find me, Raheem, at rice underscore and underscore stew on Instagram and Twitter. And same. Well, and I always interact with people and show love as well. So yeah. we appreciate it. My girl don't like that I always interact and show love, but that's another story. (laughs) All right, so everybody remain blessed until next week. Shalom. Peace.